podcast 112, Why Recycle Culture, was composed in 12 chapters and framed in ISBN 978-976-9665071. Closably, as an author, cinematographer, media arts specialist, licensed cultural practitioner, and publisher, I have a passion which engages my analytical and intuitive cognition in all academic fora. However, on this occasion, as I was theorizing the unresolvable philosophical thought question, why recycle culture, I became au fait with several ethos. In this space and in my academic kit were several varied lens from which I have used to compose and frame the argument why recycle culture. A close-up view provided detail of this theoretical abstract which reveal that A. It seemingly comports itself as a nuance. B. Which seems very complex. And C. Is manipulated by human behavior. Simply put, why recycle culture if it treats? It is a process and it is what people do. Why recycle culture? is a cultural theoretical conversation which seemingly comports itself as a double entendre, but is perceived as a theoretical abstract, a phrase and a figure of speech, which is grounded in varied theories, namely antecedent, culture, custom and human behavior, Recycling phenomenon and why was employed to envisage inquiry findings and generate this proposition. Moreover, custom and human behavior, which are inextricably linked, was a frequently repeated act from time in memorial. Custom is a characteristic of the culture of the people performing this act did overlap with a culture trait which is a characteristic of a group of people. In this environment, if a custom is frequently repeated, the said act becomes a characteristic of the culture of the people performing the act. A case in point. The language of recycling symbols and labeling rules help you know whether a product or package is recyclable or made with recycled materials. But just because a product or package has the universal recycling symbol or says it's recyclable doesn't mean it can be recycled in your area. All things being considered, it should also be noted that customs vary widely from culture to culture and can include anything as long 
as it is a commonly repeated act that represents the culture is a custom. Customs can sometimes overlap with a cultural trait. A case in point, recycled culture is learned, shared, based on symbols, integrated and dynamic, which is a characteristic of a group of people. On this timeline, recycling is common and a characteristic of a global culture. So it is a cultural trait. Of note, the extent of which an impact of cultural participation is contingent upon global citizens' behavior. In sociology, the word culture connotes acquired behavior, which are shared by and transmitted among the members of the society. In other words, culture is a system of learned behavior shared by and transmitted among the members of a group. Therefore, in all plausibility, when all things are being considered regardless of our ethnicity, our culture, and the geographical space that we occupy, recycled culture could be understood in several ways and hence culture is often defined in terms of what people do. Ralph Linton defines culture as the way of its members, the collection of ideas and habits which they learnt are shared and transmitted from generation to another generation. Linton's definition seemingly implicates why people recycle culture. To put it succinctly, Linton seems to be suggesting culture is social hereditary which is transmitted from one generation to another with the accumulation of individuals' experiences. Therefore, if in our action we recycle culture, then this creates a number of reactions such as what we learned, we are social, we share, we transmit. It is continuous, it is accumulative, it integrates, and it's changing. Importantly, while all of these actions are taking place against this background, there is seemingly an osmosis-like process happening since there is a gradual or unconscious assimilation of ideas and knowledge that we are collecting. Linton's argument confirms why recycle culture. Myths are also relevant to us today as they were to the Asians. Myths answer timeless questions and serve as a compass to each generation. Today, the study of myth continues in a wide variety of academic fields, including folklore studies, philology, psychology, and anthropology. Scholars in other fields use the term myth in varied ways. In a broad sense, the word myth can refer to any traditional story, popular misconception, or imagery entity. Brian Clark Howard highlights five myths about recycling. A. Recycling uses more energy than making something new. B. 
items must be meticulously sorted for recycling. C. Products made from recycled content are lower quality. D. Recyclables just end up in the trash. And E. Recycling should pay for itself. From an antecedent perspective, contextually speaking, the proverb, the more things change, the more they stay the same, is very applicable in this context because recycled culture is nothing new. As a matter of fact, Fabula alludes to this by explicitly stating that there is nothing new about the practice of recycling. I quote, The recycling phenomenon has been with us for decades, artistically, culturally, and more than ever in our homes. We are accustomed to, or becoming accustomed to, recycling our waste, our excess, and our reusable goods. But now, the term recycling has also made a conspicuous appearance within academic discourse, emerging as a paradigm for understanding the way that artistic, literary, or cultural environments function. End quote. In addition, recycling helped reduce litter, which has been known to spread disease like bacterial or fungal infections. A false sense of security in solving the entire world's environmental problems. Conversely, perhaps this may be one of the reasons why recycling is deemed a valuable tool in the fight against climate change, pollution and other major issues our planet now faces. That said, juxtaposing recycling events of the past against today's events are critical in this context against questions such as how is recycling a dynamic industry with competition and ongoing innovation from vending machine collection systems to clever new incentives for consumers and businesses. How is recycling a net positive financial benefit how are recycles contaminated and purchasing recycled materials transform into new products? Is recycling a behavior? And what are behavioral benefits of recycling and recycling programs? In every sphere of life, why is very important in any conversation. In this context, the construct why serves as a compass. It gives us reason and purpose and forces us to make choices from our innate motivation. Therefore, the why isn't just the reason why recycle culture or if there is a cause to recycle because we do what we do, but it's the consistent reminder that keeps us grounded, energized, and focus. It's our cause, our purpose, our motive, and our proof. Possibly, the why is the core belief why recycle culture. Why helps us understand culture since it is important 
to us because it defines our evolutionary identity. Culture helps us understand our ancestral values and gives us the very meaning of life. It also makes us unique from other parts of the world. Show how recycle varies widely from culture to culture. People who live in places where social norms strongly encourage recycling are more likely to be aware of recycling rules. Say they have more options for recycling and see more of the waste they generate. Being recycled rather than landfill. According to a new Pew Research Center survey, human behavior and cultural beliefs, which vary so widely from culture to culture because every particular culture flourishes within the particular geographical area, in other words, environment or ecology plus technology is equal to technology. So, in other words, it is also the technique of adaptation within. Culture is everything made, learned, or shared by the members of a society, including values, beliefs, behaviors, and material objects. Culture is learned and it varies tremendously from society to society. Although cultures vary dramatically, they all consist of two parts, material culture and non-material culture. Material culture is the aspect of social reality grounded in the objects and architecture that surround people. It includes the usage, consumption, creation and trade of objects as well as the behaviors, norms and rituals that the objects create or take part in. Some scholars also include other intangible phenomena that include song, smell, and events, while some even consider language and media as part of it. The term is most commonly used in archaeological and anthropological studies to define material or artifacts as they are understood in relation to specific cultural and historic contexts, communities, and belief systems. Material culture can be described as any object that humans use to survive, define social relationships, represent facets of identity or benefit people's state of mind, social or economic standing. Material culture is contrasting to symbolic culture which includes non-material symbols, beliefs, and social constructs. Therefore, at the end of the day, studying the physical objects of a culture gives us a better understanding and appreciation for the complex lives of the people who interacted with those objects. Material culture provides us insight into non-material culture which includes the ideas, beliefs, habits, and values of a people. Culture is the characteristics and knowledge of a particular group of people, encompassing language, religion, cuisine, social habits, music, and arts. The word culture derives from a French term, which in turn derives 
from the Latin quarry, which means to tend to the earth and grow, or cultivation and nurture. Why Recycle Culture is a contextualized conversation containing interesting purpose that makes us think. Because recycling reduces the need for extracting, mining, quarrying, and logging, refining, and processing raw materials, all of which create substantial air and water pollution. To put it concisely, why recycle culture? Recycle is to treat or process since culture is what we global citizens do. This deep question was answered through the practical knowledge lens which created space and led to a deeper understanding of this concept through the act of personal experience. However, in this context, the theoretical component learning is what the knowledge is about and the practical application is how the knowledge learned needs were implemented in this discourse. In view of the aforesaid declaration, the stark reality is, regardless of our culture, ethnicity, philosophy, and or the geographical space we occupy corroborates why recycled culture could be understood in several ways because recycle is to treat or process and culture is what people do. Why recycle culture was composed in 12 chapters and framed in ISBN 978 976 9665071